Welcome to the Metapod Podcast, the Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta in full force once again. Sean, Jake, back on the desk in full swing. Been a couple weeks since we've been in full swing. Sean, yep. hopefully, yeah, I, did you say earlier before the pod that you were been feeling a little ill? Yeah, I'm sick today, but you know, Ugh, gosh. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, it's not so bad, uh, but it's, 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 yeah. Uh, being sick in general is not fun yeah yeah like i i feel that um man i like finally pretty much took the day off today nice and i just i played overwatch today that's pretty much what <laughs> well, I, I think did. i saw your tweet about trying to tank it was yeah yeah no well not tank as in like do bad like i was no no i was no, playing I know the role yeah i was playing the role of tank who's for your... anyone who doesn't know in overwatch who's your tank um I've been really liking Roadhog. Oh, lately. interesting. Okay. Um, I just like hooking the people, bringing them in, and just pop. I was um, a I was a diva main. I like diva a lot too, Diva's but I just, just I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with Roadhog lately. Fair enough. Now everyone listening is like, oh wait, wait it was just a weekly Pause challenge, off. and I had to I had to play tank, and it took like two hours to win one game, and I was getting mad. Oh. Anyways, we've got some things to talk about today. Not only for the competitive people in the room, there were three regionals that we're going to go over today. So that's going to be a majority of the cast. But for all you collectors out there as well, there's been some new news, some new new of that new new news mm -hmm. in the Pokemon trading card game about future sets. Now, if you really, really want some incredible news, just look up the pictures of V-Star Universe because, oh my God, those cards are going to be gorgeous and we cannot wait for yep. Crown Zenith. Because well, I think I'm, we're pretty sure they're going in Crown Zenith, right? Do yeah. we know that for sure? Well, I mean, we can't know. There probably will be a few cards left out because the Western world likes to hold back a few options for, like, you know, boxes and things like that later mm -hmm. on. But I would say 90%, 90 to 95% of them. But either way, we've got you covered as soon as they come down. But before we get into anything... As almost always, pretty much always, <laughs> we got to do the five star review, Sean. This one is from Tilly Seth. It is labeled as pretty cool. Just found out this podcast and it's so cool. <laughs> so as in like, it's got like five O's in it. So, so cool. I love Pokemon TCG and I've been missing out on the meta. So this is amazing. Well, silly Seth. We keep you informed around here, so we appreciate your support. Yeah, and we're going to keep you informed on the meta today, too, because boy, howdy. Boy, boy howdy. howdy, there's a lot of meta today, and there's a lot to talk about with the meta. But if you want to leave a review for yourself, I think somebody recently uh, DM'd us on Twitter asking about leaving a review. If you want to leave a review, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, Make sure to go to our page, Metapod page, hit whatever rating you think we deserve, and then type out what you want. If you're on YouTube, just leave a nice comment. Spotify, you can't leave a review, but you can rate us a certain amount of stars. So whatever platform you're on, make sure to give us your good words or bad words, too, if you, uh, if you don't like this podcast, which is completely understandable. <laughs> I mean, Jake, before we get into it, I just want to point out that I had mm -hmm. a banger of a tweet this week you did yeah you did have a banger <laughs> of a tweet this week that's right so most of the time it's me tweeting on our twitter just yeah. the random things that pop up um but sean 
You had an incredible tweet. I think it's like over 200. I, I think it's know. like almost 300 likes or something like that. Either it, way, it's absolute it's, banger. Yeah. If you don't know, go to our Twitter if you want to see a cute cat. Uh, that is my cat, Maple. And, uh, you know, I was watching one of the regionals this weekend. I think that one was. Uh, We're doing our studying, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. We're doing our due diligence. And. My cat was just, you know, a uh, a discerning had a discerning palate <laughs> for Intellion engines, and was trying to help. You know, like, oh, you need to scoop up this one and, and put this one down, and and then great. you need to uh, shady dealings for uh -huh. this, that, uh -huh. and the other, and that. It was adorable to watch, and I watched it at least thirty times because every time <laughs> we got a notification, you bet I opened it up. So oh. it was. It was just super good alongside many of the other great things that were in the Pokemon training card game um, this past week. But, Sean, yes. let's talk about the new and new, as I was mentioning earlier, the new trademarks that were filed in the Pokemon training card game. Snow Hazard and Clay Burst. Sean, they've been filed by Pokemon. They're under the same set of like name trademarks as in the past. You know, we've seen these yep. double sets now coming out in Japan. We assume that this is pretty much the same thing. Yep. This is, um, if you think all the way back, back to the good old days of base set Sword and Shield, right? The first two sets we're going to be getting in, uh, you know, in Japan, and then it will be bundled together in a single set. For America and Europe and everywhere else, there's going to be mm -hmm. Scarlet, and there's probably going to be a base set Violet. No, I don't know if they've actually announced that officially yet, but like basically that's what it's going to be. We assume that these are going to be coming out sometime between February. April and well, or I'm sorry, what? Well, so I'm saying like the the first sets will be coming out in February. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, US. I'm sorry. I was talking about these coming out in April and June. Yes, yes. The and the the snow hazard, snow hazard, and clay burst. Yep, and this will be like that first, second set, if you will, which in America was Chilling Rain, but in Japan it was the like Ice Rider and Shadow Rider dual set. So, you know, Pokemon is very predictable, so they're picking two of their legendaries. To... They, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, as they say, yeah. except when it comes to the Pokemon training card game live. But anyways. Yep. This is probably going to be about the uh, the two kind of legendaries or Treasures of Ruins legendaries. If you played Scarlet and Violet yet, if you have not, just skip about one minute in this podcast so then you don't get spoiled or anything. But it'll be uh, more than likely what is assumed. Chin Pao and Ting Lu are the, uh, the Treasures of Ruins legendaries. I honestly haven't made it this far in the game yet. So uh, this is... <laughs> This is news to me, Sean. I mean, you just got to do one of those those glitches, right? Just glitch your way up the side of a cliff by running backwards oh, on, yeah. <laughs> on Maridon, and then you can get there instantly, right? They, they've patched the game to it, so I don't know if you can still do that. And, and also, <laughs> I don't know if I'm coordinated enough to try to do that. But um, I I do understand what you mean. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, no. OK. Yeah. Hopefully, if you've been playing the new games, you've been enjoying them. I've heard plenty, plenty of good things about them. I know some people have not I mean, been having some fun. But if you just look at it from like, hey, you know, the Pokemon experience. I mean, I will say people said it's some of the best Pokemon storyline games in generations in a exactly. long time. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of new things alongside it, but we won't 
we're not the video game podcast, right? We're the trading card yeah. game podcast. And let me tell you, there were some new games that released recently, but there was also some new decks that came around in these three regionals. We're going to talk about Brisbane. We're going to talk about Stuttgart and we're going to talk about Toronto regionals. So let's talk about Brisbane first, Sean, Tim Franklin. Well, I was going to say, Jake, oh, before sorry? we go into this, before we go into this, before. What I mean, you know the answer, but what was the deck that we thought was going to be just like top of the pops, if you will, at all of the regionals? Just set the stage. Set the stage Lugia? for our listeners. Yes. Because it dominated LAIC? Because it, it is an insane deck. Let's be frank. It yes. was for the... Because I know you, you weren't able to join me last week for the pod, but just to set the stage, Lugia was 25% of day one. 55% of day two and 75% of top eight meta share, which is a lot. <laughs> it's insane. And I will say, I'm going to also preface this by for Toronto, at least mm -hmm. the meta share for Lugia for day one was 34%. Still that even higher. higher than it was at LAIC. Yeah. So I want, I want all the listeners to have that in the back of their mind when they look at all of the top eight, for these three regionals. Jake, kick us off. We're going to talk about Brisbane first. Tim Franklin ends up winning it, the Australian. Well, I mean, most all the players were from Australia <laughs> in this because, well, it's their place. It's their regional. And the winning deck, you may not even know what this is. It is Intellian Brosmoth. You probably have not seen this before. <laughs> I certainly have not i had i did see i think like one person play this in toronto that actually did really really well um like top 100 uh, which is an accomplishment when you have over a thousand players there were 182 players over in the brisbane regionals pretty good size i think actually for an australian regional especially with multiple events going yep. on at the same time, Sean, this uses our favorite Shady Dealings engine and also the Ice Dance Brosmoth engine, accelerating water energy to bench Pokemon. But there are some other cards in here that you may not have guessed, Sean. Let's talk about the V-Star first because the other one we're going to be talking about in a bunch of other decks because it was kind of the super surprise of the weekend. But, Sean, can you remind me because, gosh, I don't know, I bulk this <laughs> card. What does Alolan Vulpix V-Star do? Well, it is the weakest of all the V-Stars at 240 HP, but that don't matter. Well, I, the squishiest. The squishiest, right. Yes, but not the weakest. I would say it's got two attacks. Um, I did not get to watch any of this, so I don't know, honestly, like the main purpose of this. But the first attack, water, two colorless. Snow Mirage does 160. But importantly, the attack's damage isn't affected by effect on your opponent's active, so gets through mill tank. And secondly, uh, during your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from Pokemon that have an ability. So... What Pokemon have abilities, Jake? Almost all. I was going to yeah, they're pretty a lot of them. I was going to say Duraludon, but Duraludon has an attack that goes through. Uh yes, so it's a shred attack I would believe. go through. Yeah, yeah, so that doesn't work, but there are a lot of Pokemon that have abilities in the Pokemon trading card game and uh well, yeah. especially Lugia 
is the big one. I mean, that's got the whole V-Star power. Palkia does as well, and a bunch of other other Pokemon as well, especially like uh, Lost Box stuff like Cramorant, Charizard. Yeah. Um, so Snow Mirage, pretty good attack. Not only do you go through things, but you also prevent things. And then the V-Star power, no, um, no energy cost on there. It does 70 times Silvery Snow Star. This attack does 70 damage for each of your opponent's Pokemon V in play. So against Mew VMAX, whoo, yeah. that's a oh, lot yeah. of damage. Yeah, that's, that's real good against Mew VMAX. So. Considering it's free, a uh, free attack. So, like, it's a 1-1 one, one line of the Alolan Vulpix. So you've got one free... You basically got one zero energy attack on a Mew VMAX that can get through. Mm -hmm. But also for the Mew VMAX matchup, because I thought about this. I was like, what else would be, uh, you know, could you do against Mew VMAX? Because really, I don't think the deck is meant for that. And it's one Drapion V. I mean, Drapion just... It does prove to help out your Mew matchup considerably. It doesn't make it an auto win, but it's it gives you such a good swing with the Drapion when you don't start it at the beginning of the game because it just literally attacks for free and it just does a one-hit KO. Mew struggles to counter that. They have to play Path yeah. or something like that. So very, very interesting, I will say. There's one more card, actually two more cards, I yeah. will say, that... Um, people didn't really know about before this weekend i would say most people one of them is emergency jelly sean there are two in this list the emergency jelly what is this card it is an interesting pokemon tool uh at the end of each turn yours your opponents doesn't matter actually if the pokemon this card is attached to has 30 hp or less remaining and it has any damage counters on it so it can't be i guess a 30 hp pokemon are there are there standard like <laughs> I'm 30 sure. or under hp pokemon i'm sure there might be one somewhere i i don't even know <laughs> but um, anyways heal 120 damage from it if you healed any damage this way discard the tool um so it's like a it's like a nice little way to like boost up you know some of the healing potential i think it gets rid of a lot of that sableye damage as well Mm -hmm. uh, that could be built up over time so uh especially with kramer hitting a number like 110 right yep. that can especially when you're a single prize primarily deck you know ice cube's got 120 the intellions have 160 to 150 greninja's got 130 um you can really s kind of put away that um mm -hmm. that damage so then the sableye has to guarantee to like they have to have the exact amount to be able to knock you out but this pokemon or this uh tool card i should say is primarily used for one pokemon sean and it is articuno from silver tempest i'm gonna be honest i completely bulked this card i don't think we talked about it on this podcast huh. but sean this is a 110 hp basic water pokemon card it's got two attacks the first one a water energy single water energy ice wing for 20 damage man don't worry about it <laughs> the second attack is what you want to make note of two water energies is the cost wild freeze for 70 damage this pokemon also does 50 damage to itself your opponent's active pokemon 
is now paralyzed. Now, with the emergency jelly and this Pokemon having 110 HP, the idea of this Articuno is to trap something in the active, like a Lugia or something like that, and to wild freeze it a couple times. You'll do 50 damage to yourself twice, putting 140 on your opponent. They'll be paralyzed. They can't move. And then your emergency jelly activates when you have 10 HP left. You fully heal, and then you can do it two more times, doing 280 total and knocking out a Lugia V-Star. And your Articuno still has 10 HP left, so um, you're basically trading. Yeah. In four turns, yeah, yeah, I mean, it takes four turns to make a knockout, but when Lugia lists and a lot of other lists right now aren't playing switch cards, depending on free retreat or manual retreat, yeah. this Articuno got real scary over the weekend. That's, yeah, that's a really good point. I think I, when you see this attack, I think at first glance, it does not, it's very underwhelming to your point about mm -hmm. like a bulk card, right? Like two water. Okay. Well, it would have been better if it was two colorless, but it's not yeah. 70 damage <laughs> is super weak. Um, the fact that you do 50 damage to yourself means like you can't really go keep going with this forever, but the reality is you can't between scoop up net and the, uh, because you have Frostmoth too, right? So between Scoop yeah. Up Net and the Emergency Jelly, if nobody's playing uh, switching cards, you could basically just get free knockouts. It just takes a few turns. But... Exactly. So uh, it, that is pretty wild. I think I'll be interested to see how many people bring certain switching cards back, like Escape Ropes even. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just just to you know, have one or two of these to counter this. Just to get things out of the active so then it's not stuck because this wasn't the only deck that played this Articuno and I imagine bunches of other water decks as well will play that card. There's no Melanie in this because Melanie doesn't really work with anything other than Alolan Vulpix and Drapion if that was your first thought. <laughs> Again, you're using the Frostmoth to be able to accelerate the energy. He's got two Nessas in this list. Yeah. Nessa won a regional. <laughs> I'm super happy about that. Um, interesting one battle VIP pass. That card is so good. You have, you just need one of them in there, right? There could have been any other card that you, a fourth scoop up net, another quick ball, another Evo incense, right? Another emergency I, jelly. You know, Jake. And you're like, battle VIP pass. I guess the reason, here's I bet the reason for it. You have four Irida. So, if you can get turn one going second. Exactly. You play the Irida, you go get one of your water Pokemon, you battle VIP pass for two more of your water Pokemon. All of a sudden, you're like, you know, like this Inteleon engine. So I think that's a really smart one of, like, because you mean, have a way to search it. The same concept as when Palkia first started, yeah. right? I mean, Palkia was so good, and that was the method of its madness. Irida turn one, battle VIP pass setup. Yeah. Um, and that was playing that was playing a lot more battle VIP pass though. So um but yeah, it's just an insane cool list in my opinion, and something that I would have never thought would have happened, especially like the second place list as well, Sean. That was by Joel Suryadi from Indonesia. Hopefully I said their name correctly. This was another one prize deck primarily. It's Flaffy Box. 
we've seen flappy box in previous regionals but a bunch of like two prizers with the raichu and things like that but this is taking the reggie 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 lecky from the reggie gigas decks the zekrom right and a couple other options in here so Sean, your concept of this is the Dynamotor, one of your big attackers, this Zekrom. If you don't know what it is, I think it's popular in GLC Lightning decks, uh, Gym Leader Challenge format Singleton mm -hmm. decks. This is a basic 130 HP Lightning Pokemon. Its second attack is what you want. Two Lightning and a Colorless is the cost, 130 damage. This Pokemon also does 60 damage to itself. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed so sean bringing back the paralysis yet i again this this i this is a wild card because you think about how good articuno might be right jake in especially mm -hmm. that lugia matchup well what if i told you you could do that but also hit for weakness and you know what you can also you may be thinking oh jake that's a uh, two jake sean that's 260 right uh-huh on the weakness of lugia well you've got other options in here one of the options is this metacham right you hit the two you hit the 260 they have 20 hp left you dynamotor onto a metacham v the rapid strike metacham v and you yoga loop you put two damage counters on the Lugia, and then all of a sudden you get another turn after that to do whatever you want. But that, Sean, is not the only option to one-hit KO with the Zekrom, because you have this Zapdos in here from the Pokemon Go set. We've talked about the Zapdos, Articuno, Moltres oh, before. It hasn't nice. really seen action, except I think this is the best performance it's had um of the trio this zapdos it's a basic pokemon has an ability your basic lightning pokemon's attacks except zapdos do 10 more damage to your opponent's active pokemon when you're hitting into weakness that's 20 extra damage pushing the zekrom to 280 and a one hit ko you've also got the raikou v in there right with the lightning rondo just like the suicune but i mean you're hitting for weakness yeah <laughs> It works out in there. And then what does Reggie Lecky do? Reggie Lecky, this is one of the two Reggie Lecky cards. This one specifically, the Terra Spark. Reggie Lecky, 120 HP basic lightning Pokemon. Terra Spark does 120 damage for two lightning and a colorless. You discard all lightning energy from the Pokemon. It also does 40 damage to 20 or I'm sorry, to 20 of your opponent. <laughs> 40 damage to 20 different Pokemon on the field. 40 damage to two of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So with the Regilecki, you can do a little bit of setup damage if you've got kind of a smaller Pokemon in the active, especially when you're talking about something like Lost Box, yeah. right? You can do a little bit of spread damage in certain places. So very, very cool list, especially with the consistency, you know, of getting out the flaffies you've got some stormy mountains in here a bunch of ball search cards and level balls ultra balls and quick balls you know radiant greninja concealed cards along with a, a crowbat in there and research so very cool surprisingly only two speed energy in my opinion i know you can't mm -hmm. dynamotor the speed energy right but i don't know just drawing two cards seems really good when you're attaching an energy so I mean, they know they obviously know more than me, but <laughs> I, will I mean, say, they just got second at a regional. I will say it's interesting, though, Jake, to see 
Yeah, you have four research and two Marnie, but did you see the split between Serena and Boss here? This doesn't surprise me too much because Serena, right, most of the decks are playing Pokemon V, and especially when you're a lightning single prize deck like this, you probably are almost always gusting up a V, whether that's Luminion, because Luminion is seeing a rise in popularity, or like a Lugia, because Lugia is literally 50% of the room <laughs> in all these regionals. If you don't remember what Serena is, because it is a newer card in Silver Tempest, Serena is a supporter. You get to choose one of two options. One, discard up, or well, the one that we're talking about primarily is switch one of your opponent's bench Pokemon V with their active Pokemon. So it's a, it's a gust effect. But the other option, which is why I think it's almost more valuable right now than boss's orders is the other option is discard up to three cards from your hand you must discard at least one card if you do draw cards until you have five in your hand so it is a effectively also a draw supporter um just depending on what you need so that yeah. that in my opinion is why serena is better than boss's orders at this point in the current format um yeah i i like it because it's interesting because especially with like uh, Lugia and this Flaffy deck, you want to, with Flaffy, be getting lightning energy in the discard. And you mm -hmm. want to, obviously, with Lugia, be getting those Archeops in the discard. So it's it's interesting to see like the synergy that they've sort of created with this, you know, two-function supporter. It's just really, really cool that, you know, they... I mean, because, like, boss is, like, it has this effect, and then that's pretty much it, though. But I love the options of, like, the choices. That's why I thought also the, uh, what were they? The tag teams were really cool. Yes. Because the tag teams, you know, you had multiple options almost with them, mm -hmm. uh, just depending on, you know, using your GX move, whatever. Or Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, you, yeah. You could, yeah, yeah. You had different options based on, like, what you wanted to do, whether you wanted to yeah. discard or do another thing. Um, and I just, man, I love seeing one prize crazy decks pop up. But there was another one, Sean, that we can talk about uh -huh. in this one. This one, Anthony Fernie from Australia getting third place in Brisbane with Durant, Sean, the mill. God. Durant, I can't believe this deck got third place at a regional but super super sweet durant if you do not know 90 hp grass basic pokemon has a double colorless attack called devour for each durant you haven't played discard the top card of your opponent's deck so you can discard up to four cards every single turn with this attack you have other pokemon in here like the yivatol cry of destruction which we have seen time and time again discarding a bunch of special energies because special energies are littering the format with lugia you've got the pukamuku pitch a pukamuku you may have seen our tweet the other week about the crime of pukamuku going in the lost zone i still think that's a crime against humanity but <laughs> There's two other cards in here as well. One of them is Cast Form. Sean. Yep. Cast Form. Don't worry about it. It's literally just a free retreater. <laughs> That's it. That's the only point. That, that, that's really the only thing you need to know about this. Sure, you can attack for free if you have like eight stadiums in the discard pile. But we're not doing that. That's not part of this deck. So don't worry about it. It's Anyways. Just a pivot. 
It's just, it's really just a pivot. Radiant Venusaur, though, is the Radiant of choice in this deck, not one that we've seen in top eights at regionals. I think the only one of the OG Kanto trio now is Blastoise. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember what that card does. But <laughs> Venusaur, if you need a refresher on that card, it is a 150 HP basic grass Pokemon, has the ability Sunny Bloom. At the end of your turn, after your attack, you may use this ability. Draw cards until you have four cards in your hand. Combos really well with something like Peony. Mm-hmm right peony there's four of them in this deck it's a very very strong card in here to be able to discard your hand and grab two trainer cards whatever you want in there especially because you know you may have some battle vip pass in your hand considering this deck plays four of them you may have them later and you just want to pitch them right that's interesting i that's a really I don't know if I've seen this combo before. Maybe it's not new to some of our listeners, but like that's a cool little combo. Peony. I think it's something that we may have talked about previously, but it's been a long time since I know we, we talked we, about, we talked about like... Peony Badoof, right? That mm -hmm. the Peony Badoof combo is nice, but this this is cool too. So I don't know. I mean, we've already talked about the strength of just playing one battle VIP pass, right, with your supporter. Imagine grabbing two battle VIP pass right. with your supporter. So, Well, the nice thing about it, too, is you can go search out your twin and your double turbos if you need them. You can search mm -hmm. out things like Yellhorn or Rescue Carrier. I'm a little surprised that there's no pal pads in here. That does that does, That is kind of interesting, I would say. So I think if there's a card to add, it would be that. Yeah, because there is something nice about... Because this, I will say, for any of the, the people listening and people watching, the whole point of this deck is you're, one, getting rid of all the special energy from all those decks that play it, and two, you're, uh, you know, doing Durant's Devour, discarding, you know, up to four once, cards. Yeah, like once they can't attack anymore, you know, just Devour, 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 Devour. Yeah, and it's like, you know, there are certain decks that are going to be easier or harder to play, but I think um, Silene would be good because with all the Eveltal and um, control on the other side of the board that you might face, having mm -hmm. your own Silene to get those energy back and loop it, um, that way you can make sure that they mill out before you do, basically. So, I don't know. It's interesting to see, especially a deck that is not aggressive, take six prize. It's yeah. always interesting to see the decks pop up and when they do and how they do against who they do. Um, yeah, Sean. But I mean, that was Brisbane top 16, really, in a nutshell. Just wild. That, <laughs> just absolutely. Like, I remember because this was the first of the three regionals to finish that we'll talk about and everybody was like whoa this is like a ptcgo tournament like online tournament like this is nuts yeah i mean there's a small world jake in which i think that it would not be crazy if either this or you know if there's any cards out there that just mill two cards off the top of the deck that are basics that use colorless mm -hmm. energy I could see something like Lugia um, starting to play those cards. Just because, you know, as we see, like, Control, we'll see it in Toronto, but, like, it's becoming much more popular. 
You know what is really interesting about the Durant deck specifically? It doesn't play uh, the Misfortune Sisters. Right. Which is a card that we'll talk about later, but if you do not know, Misfortune Sisters or whatever it's called, I think it's a Silver Tempest or the Astral Radiance. I think it's Astral Radiance. Um, supporter card, it looks at the top five cards of your opponent's deck and you discard any item cards that you see in there. Yeah. So interesting that it's not present in this durant list but well i mean you gotta do you want to just jump to sander's deck right now and jump to stuttgart go crazy yeah let's go crazy we'll talk about this card in full swing the stuttgart regional 745 players my favorite player in the whole world sander (laughs) went to laic playing a control deck and all of a sudden at stuttgart a week later played a completely different control deck and made top eight again. I don't know how he does it. I literally think (laughs) he's invincible. But Sean, this time at Stugard, he played Mewtwo V Union Curlia is what we're going to call this deck. I think Limitless says Gengar, but I think Curlia, in my opinion, (laughs) is a little bit more important in this. If you do not know what I mean by Curlia, because you're like, Curlia, control, what, what on earth do you mean? There is a Ralts line in here. 441 Ralts line. Four Ralts, four Curlia, four Gardevoir. The Ralts is just kind of a Pokemon that's there. Its attack is uh switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon, which could be good in conserving resources. Because when you evolve into Curlia, that is the main function of this evolution line. This 80 HP psychic stage one Pokemon, very easily searchable with level ball, Sean. Um, and then also, um, the, anyways, it has this ability called refinement. You've heard this ability before. We've seen it on bunches of other Pokemon. You may discard a card from your hand in order to use this ability once during your turn. You may draw two cards. So just like trade, just like Chinchino, we got trade, right? Zorak, GX, Chinchino, all of the goodies, in terms of draw engine, it's right there. And then you have another option, Gardevoir. I would assume that this is evolving to like avoid like Sableye or something like that. You know, Sableye or Cramorant can one can't one hit knock you out um, in terms of the damage because Gardevoir stage two 140 HP psychic Pokemon. It has the ability Shining Arcana. Once during your turn, you may look at the top two cards of your deck and attach any number of basic energy cards you find in there to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. Put the other cards in your hand. So it's it's a draw, too. You don't have to discard. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's draw, too. And maybe that's what you do at the end of the game as well. I unfortunately did not get to see Sander play any of these games, and I haven't played this deck myself. So I don't know exactly like your end game sequence in terms of your loop and whatnot with the Mewtwo V Union, but it wouldn't surprise me if like at the end to conserve your discards, right? Because, you know, the more that you discard, technically the less cards you have in your sequence, the Gardevoir can help you to where you just draw the two cards, right? That you Silene and put on top of the deck or something of the sort. So I think you actually just nailed it on the head between Gardevoir Mm -hmm. and Pukamuku. I think it's literally just, it's a two card draw. Yeah, that's just that's and, and you know, especially once you have like two or three curly is out, 
you have so much discard draw. Sometimes you just need straight draw. You draw, mm-hmm. then you can discard one of those in the late game, whatever. So, yeah. And then, like, yeah, between that and Snorlax, your draw engine to get you through those first four or five prizes is crazy. Sean, we've talked about the Mewtwo v. Union, and the reason we've talked about Sander and Mewtwo v. Union, yeah. just healing, using super regeneration, the uh, psychic, psychic, colorless attack to heal 200 damage from this pokemon basically heal off everything that attacks you in there it's interesting though with the guard of war because you are playing for psychic energy i uh-huh. mentioned this to you before the podcast you can actually use that because guard of war's ability says attach it to attach the energy that you find to your pokemon in any way that you'd like you can kind of power up this mewtwo v union so you don't have to use union gate right on it which mm-hmm. i don't know how many times you actually do that but it's just an interesting little tidbit to think about. But, Sean, what are some other little things in this that people may not know about preventing or, I guess, negating damage onto your Mewtwo V Union? Well, he is playing the Life Shaker Gengar, which allows you as often as you like, you can move a damage counter from one of your psychic to another on your turn. Um, I think that is partially because Mewtwo V Union is 310 HP. You can heal 200. Mm-hmm. I think. I would imagine that this is to prevent certain decks that have the ability to do maybe more damage, but not enough to I knock mean, you Lugia out. I mean, Lugia does, Lugia does what? 280 base, or, or 220. does 220 base? Yeah. But still, like, I mean, they play powerful energies and exactly. things like that, so they're doing more, and, you know, Radiant Charizard is a thing. So if you can, you can, okay, cool, you're fine, you just, you know, you move some damage counters around, and what you do, play a scoop up net, pick up the, all those damage counters on, one of your curlias, and then you're you're fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a really interesting like little workaround. You've also got the Radiant Serena, which allows you to heal twenty damage from each of your Pokemon. So you can spread all that damage out. So actually, I'm just realizing this: you can move those damage counters to a bunch of Pokemon. Radiant Serena heal twenty from each of them, and effectively heal like. You know, if it's all psychic except for the Radiant Serena, 100 damage on top of healing 200 damage, which is stupid. It's absolutely dumb. Absolutely nuts, because if you do not remember uh, Mewtwo v. Union in the past of Sander played like Cook or uh, Pokemon Center Lady Mm -hmm. as a supporter. But now with this Radiant Serena Gengar combo, you can effectively negate that supporter and you can continuously keep using things like Silene, uh-huh. Flannery as well. There's a Flannery in this list um, to be able to take away stadium cards and special energies on the board um, to prevent your opponent from doing things in the game. Yep. So just really, really cool deck in my opinion. I just, it's insane to me that somebody took this uh, guard of war line and threw it in but sean what what do you got showing up right there i mean i pulled up one card i don't i think this has got to be for the mu v max matchup because for those of you who don't maybe realize mu v max only plays usually four energy these days four double turbos that's it so how do you beat mu v max in the slowest way possible you just put one shadow rider calyrex v out in front you scoop up net everything else. You attach one psychic energy and you shadow mist for 50 minutes. 
which is during your opponent's next turn, they can't play any special energy or stadium cards from their hand. It can prevent a lot <laughs> of people from being able to do anything in their turns. And Mew, though, has taken a little bit of a shakeup in terms of how it does it. I don't know if it's in response to this because it was in the same exact tournament. Um, Brett Kuzmans from Belgium got second place with Mew VMAX playing four Fusion Strike Energy, playing the Fusion Strike uh, Al Alyssa Sparkle. Oh, yes. version of this deck going back you know most of the mu decks as you were saying sean are playing like the double just straight up double turbo and bing bang boom but this list specifically brent was playing playing with the fusion strike energies and meloetta the back to the turbo days that we saw of old when azul absolutely cracked mu v max for a time being that's cool that's yeah that's really interesting i mean uh, obviously the Europeans will be playtesting with each other. So mm -hmm. it may be that like, if you know, Sander is going to the tournament and you know, he's going to try to tech for this, like, Hey, let's mix it up. Go back to the Eliza, Eliza sparkle version. And you know, maybe that is, uh, now how many people are going to be playing that shadow rider Calyrex V probably not that many, but still it's still. And I mean, I mean, theoretically, Stugart, you probably yeah. heard at least some news of Brisbane before you entered your list. So it could be entirely possible. I don't actually know that for sure, but it could be entirely possible that, you know, Brent and whoever Brent was testing with and stuff, maybe heard from Brisbane like, oh, my gosh, there's all these whack decks yeah. in this regional, <laughs> like, oh, this, that, and the other. And they're like, we need to go back to the, the fusion strike energies yeah and, and then go UV back map. to like being able to search out energy that way so if yeah. you're gonna get eveltold just search for one you know you do it leaves a sparkle get it in there and then you know it'll go away but eventually they'll run out of eveltolds right exactly uh so very very crazy along with the winning list <laughs> Sean yes. of Sugar regionals i don't know how to say this person's name i'm so sorry they're from poland mateus mateus uh Last Cusick, um, I'm so unbelievably <laughs> sorry about not being able to say your name. I'm just a silly, dumb, stupid American. But anyway, Sean, this deck is correct. Palkia, origin form Palkia V-Star. Vikavolt is the deck. I think we kind of talked about this deck before, maybe like a couple weeks ago. Um, it was just, it didn't make top eight, but I think it appeared at like a regional and did really well. And so we talked about it for a little bit, but this is playing the celebrations, mysterious tale, Mew as your draw engine, Mew shoes, right? Turbo shoes for Mews for trekking shoes in here. You've got your Vicavolt, you've got your radiant Greninja, lots of draw and stall in here with your speed energies and Melanie's right to be able to power up the Vikavolt and its Paralyzing Bolt. If you do not remember, Paralyzing Bolt is Vikavolt's attack. Lightning energy, colorless, cost 50 damage. During your opponent's next turn, they can't play any item cards from their hand. So really, really good, especially when you're hitting for weakness into Lugia, right? Yep. Can't let them play item cards to discard their Archeops. They got to do it on like a Research or a Serena or, yeah, Serena or something like that. And just really really good again slowing down the game letting you set up preventing them from setting up again really really cool list 
Yeah, I, I really like this list is really neat. I think if you can get this off turn one going second, like if you play that Melanie, which there are four of these in the deck with Vikavolt, yeah, really slow things down. So Vikavolt really good against Lost Box as well. Um, good against Archeops because to your point, right? If they have a slow turn one and they haven't been able to ultra ball all those Archeops into the discard. Well, I'm going to hit you for 50, not, no, 100 damage because of weakness, and mm -hmm. you won't be able to get any Archeops in the discard for a few turns, so. And I mean, think about it going second, right? Let's say you're going second with this list. Lugia players turn one, right? They can't use the supporters. So more yeah. often than not, we saw this many times on streams, you know, the Lugia could maybe get one, right? Yeah. More often than not, it would just be one Archeops in the discard on turn one with no supporter. In your first turn going second with this deck, you could 100% Vikavolt Melanie into Paralyzing Bolt right away because not only, right, do you have your attachment of the lightning energy, you've got some energy searches in there, some trekking shoes and muse to dig, 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 but Luminion, right? Luminion can 100% grab you that Melanie to be able to pretty much guarantee it, you know? It's just really consistent, really strong, really cool as well. And then also there's Palkia, uh, origin form Palkia in there, you know, subspace swell. Just a really good attack. Yeah, I I, I really like this list. It seems, it, it seems like a good response to the way a lot of the meta was going. Also, like not having to rely so heavily on um, special energies is big mm -hmm. because then like, yeah, all those Eveltal lists that, you know, were popular at NAIC and, and had become popular. Now you're like, oh, I'm playing basics. So now you have to flip crushing hammers, but you're not going to be able to flip crushing hammers if you're paralyzing bolted. So yeah. And GG's. also, even if you do, right, right there's plenty there's of form. other options to get those energies back with like Melanie yep. and stuff. So it's just, it's really nuts how this list, you know, you don't have too many counters except for all the other lightning decks that are suddenly appearing. <laughs> yeah. And you know all those counters, your your Palkia is a sitting duck. But nobody's playing fighting, so your Vikavold is free. That's true. Ain't nobody playing fighting. Um When's Jake, the next time we'll see fighting, Sean? Uh, I you know, I, I fighting is always one of those the types, man, that I can't remember the last time there was like a really good fighting deck, but I digress. I, I mean, it would be Urshifu. That would yes. be it. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Rapid Strike, yeah. But it's hard to even think about Urshifu as fighting-type Pokemon. Yeah, because it <laughs> happened to be, but it was like never... Yeah, anyways. Do you want to go to Toronto Regional to wrap things up? Toronto Regionals, over 1,000 players. 1,061 players in this regional. There was a lot, but only one person rose above them all piper lapine winning her second regional of the season absolutely nuts and i think out of the um there are only a few players that have actually been active or i'm sorry there are only two or i'm sorry blah, 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 blah. let me bring it back tay widesoul did a lot of research over on twitter and there have been very few players that have won two major events in the same season yep. and especially because they're uh there's still more season to go there are 
only even fewer players that have won three in the same season with Piper playing a bunch of different decks right now. This one, this winning list being Mewtwo V Union, Yevatol, one that we've seen kind of before, but a little bit different. Yeah. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Just really, really insane, Sean. She's been playing out of her mind lately. Yeah, I will say it's it's pretty wild that technically Piper has won two regionals and does not yet qualify for a world's invite. That's a no. whole <laughs> other conversation that I, I mean I the, with the point system that I don't I'm not you don't want to get into for. I'm just gonna no, say we, I'm just gonna maybe say talk to someone else that like knows the point <laughs> systems like the back of their head who's been playing a long time who I'm, you know is, is actually going for a uh, you know world <laughs> invite but oh not me I, I, not I, me the only reason I mentioned is because it's a wild thought I have no doubt in my mind Piper will qualify for worlds before the end yes. of the year but. It's, it is a pretty absurd concept, just on the surface. But anyways, uh, Jake, how is this control, like, what does this control do differently or similarly to maybe Sander or some of the others that this we're seeing? Is, this is the same sort of concept with the Mewtwo V Union as we talked about with Sander, you know, using super regeneration to be able to heal off 200 damage and to do a lot of preventing and cleaning off you've got other cards you don't have the radiant serena in this list you have radiant gardevoir radiant gardevoir basic radiant pokemon 130 hp psychic loving veil all of your pokemon take 20 less damage from attacks from your opponent's pokemon v which newsflash majority of the uh format are pokemon v's you've also got a v guard energy in there to prevent some damage v guard energy 30 less damage from attacks of poke your opponent's pokemon v so that's preventing 50 in general yeah. which is a good chunk of the damage i mentioned earlier you know healing supporters there's a pokemon center lady in here to heal off even more damage <laughs> that's oh gosh 200 uh you're preventing 50 on top of that and then 60 damage for the pokemon center lady it's effectively 310 hp which is the entire Mewtwo VMAX, yep. essentially. So, I, I mean, you're cleaning off all of the damage. Yeah, I will say, Jake, the um, the combo that Piper actually got into in the finals, um, I did you get a chance to watch that one as well? I did kind of watch okay. it. I was doing a little bit of work, but I, I, I watched it, yeah. So the little combo at the end there is, you know, um, I think Lugia, it was against Lugia, right? No, 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 Arc Duraludon. Oh, Duraludon, right. Still, same amount of damage output, which is 220, right? Mm -hmm. And so anything that's dealing 220 damage, the way that the math works is you just say, like, okay, you hit me, you leave 20 damage. You hit me again, now there's 40 damage. You hit me again, and you heal with Mewtwo V Union. There, there then would be, like, 60 damage, and then you're kind of in this territory of, like, oh, it's one Leon away from knocking out Mewtwo V Union. No, no, no. Then you Pokemon Center Lady, heal all that 60 off, start the loop again, and then you just, you know, Silene and Palpad your way into that loop forever. You know how insane this format would be for these Mewtwo V Union decks if Lieutenant Surge's strategy was legal? Oh my gosh. I. For those of you that don't remember, <laughs> this was a Sun and Moon card that was a staple in pretty much all single prize decks, I feel like. Control, I feel like mostly control, mainly and control, mill. yeah, mainly control and mill, but like pretty much every single prize 
deck at played at least one it allowed you if you were down on prizes so let's say sean and i are playing he's got five prizes left to take i have six left to take i can play two supporters in a turn alongside my lieutenant search effectively playing three supporters yeah in a turn you can play surge and then two others on top of that but you have to play surge first before you play any of the other supporters so just an absolutely cracked card and i'm thinking about how insane it would be in this format with team yells cheer right um silene misfortune sisters just absolutely crazy the misfortune sisters we're in this deck i mentioned this card earlier look at the top five cards of your opponent's deck and discard any number of item cards you find in there your opponent shuffles the other cards back into their deck and with items being such a heavy influence in this format we talked about the vika volt earlier you know another item locking card um misfortune sisters getting some airtime in regionals yeah you think about too like this deck likes to draw a lot of cards. This deck has to flip some heads on Silene in order not to deck yourself out. But Misfortune Sisters, if you think about that in combination with things like Team Yellhorn, which confuses both active and Galar Mine, what you can do is late in the game, you can you know strand Pokemon in the active, uh, confuse them with Galar, you know the, that and Galar Mine. Then Misfortune Sister and hopefully start to hit any if they have any switching cards, right? Um, against Lost Box, it's super devastating because there, and that goes like your escape ropes, your scoop up nets, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it, it it's. I saw one Misfortune Sister that she played and it hit four out of five were item cards and it was just devastating. Yeah. It's just an absolutely destructive card. You're playing four Snorlax, Gormandize as your starter because Gormandize Snorlax is so, so good. Just look at anything Tropical Beach related <laughs> you've got the four yvatal crime destruction this has been a staple for sander and control decks and for good reason on top of that you play a milk tank in case the mm. opponent doesn't have any um of the uh what's that attack this uh spread shred 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 where you go through all effects you know no muse no uh duraludons things like that if they don't have an answer to it you just milk tank pass milk tank pass or route you route as well on top of that maybe take some prizes but very very cool in this list kind of talked about it before because this i feel like this is pretty similar to sanders list of the mewtwo v union when that first popped up yeah um but i think not exactly the same a little bit different but i would say the main differences uh, between that and you know that list and this list is probably sydney misfortune sister pokemon lady so like that little trio there and like maybe i think lost vacuum too Mm -hmm. being in there yeah um lost vacuum really helping you out um to get rid of something like the i think i saw piper use it on the arc duraludon with the uh the umbrella what's Mm -hmm. that called oh the big parasol yeah big parasol that's what it's called yeah um because Yvetal doesn't eh, can't go through that. That's true. That's true. So yeah, absolutely insane on that one, Sean. We got some other decks in here that we got to talk about. I want to talk about um, the Lost Box counter deck that popped up. Caleb Gedimer getting third. The same list as Grant Manley getting seventh, and then also. Um, Danny Altavilla and Azul GG, Azul Garcia Griego, 
all in day two. I remember there was one moment where all four of those guys, they're all in the same testing group. They all play the same deck. Um, they're all buddies. I remember all four of them were like table four and five. This was like for the winning in almost. Yeah. I think this was for the winning in. Um, table four and five. Four players, all four of those guys <laughs> playing the same deck, two mirrors for winning ins. And uh, I think Azul conceded to uh, Caleb because Azul, I think, pretty much already has his invite now. So just try to get Caleb a little bit more points. I believe, I don't know that for sure. That's what I would assume. And then I don't know if Grant and Danny played it out, um, but Grant ended up being the winner, getting seventh in the tournament. But this is kind of an interesting twist on the Lost Box deck. Moving away, Sean, from the Radiant Charizard and adding two other funny-looking cards in there. One of them we've already talked about, Sean. What is it? It is the Zekrom. The Zekrom that can absolutely devastate the Lugia. Exactly. Paralysis, knockouts, you name it, it's there. But there's also another card in there. This was the headliner one that uh, I think Azul said he's playing a meme at the regional. And he's, you know, all four of the guys get like top 50, you know, at this 1,000 plus player tournament playing this meme card. It is Kyogre Celebrations. Yeah. Sean, I remember when this deck littered ladder, the 40 energy <laughs> Kyogre Volcarona V deck that Andrew Hone played on Tricky Gym. And I hated every moment of my life when this deck was all over ladder because it was so cheap to play. But this basic 130 HP water Pokemon Kyogre, if you do not know, has a really cool first attack called Aqua Storm Water Water Colorless. Discard the top five cards of your deck, then choose two of your opponent's benched Pokemon. This attack does 50 damage for each energy card you discarded in this way to each of those Pokemon. So, you can do up to 250 damage to two bench Pokemon. And with something like Orangaroo, right? Primate Wisdom Orangaroo in this list. I don't think you ever play Kyogre to try to hit five energy cards sure that would be very very cool but i think the point of uh, the kyogre is to finish off pokemon that run away on the bench or maybe to hit you know small squishier pokemon like other comfes sableyes um uh, what's some other pokemon that we saw i will say actually you can use it at the end of the game because we do see that there is energy recycler in the list oh yeah that and ordinary rod in there so the benefit of those, if you can, if you can plan your game out and hold on to those resources, um, the benefit of that is you can wait till the end of the game. Just energy recycler, like you, I saw somebody go through their whole deck and then energy recycler just those five cards back. So it is going to be a five card thing, but you know the game is over after that. So mm -hmm. you're not going to have that's to. That's kind of like your finishing move. Yes. <laughs> so like that's a good way. Like if you think about it, if you can either set up damage with Sableye. Or you just knock out two Genesects, right, on the bench. Uh, take four prizes all at once, and then, you know, you're, you're good to go. You're done. Especially because, you know, we talked about in the Lightning Counterbox deck, yep. you know, the different addition to the damage of Zekrom. This deck doesn't have it. It's yep. going to do 260. And, well, I guess it could do Choice Belt for a knockout, really. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Still, like you could do 260 and then snipe it out later with the Sableye or what have you. Yeah, exactly. So 
But that I think that's the main differences with this Lost Box deck. Um, you are playing Mirage Gates because of Zekrom and Kyogre's attack costs mm -hmm. being three energy, uh, two of which have to be a specific color. Um, You're also playing it for that Snorlax. Snorlax, yeah, you know, true. three energies, thumping Snore, 180 damage. 180 is not something to uh, sneeze at for that guy right there, but... Yeah, I did I mean, see kind of a pretty good attacker. I don't know if it was Caleb or maybe Alex Schmansky. Somebody was playing the Snorlax and they had to flip both heads this weekend in order to win that match. And, you know, it was like he flipped both heads and everybody's like, OK, that's oh, fine. You got me. Game over. If you don't know the heads that Sean's referring to, it is uh, Snorlax when it uses the thumping snore attack. Snorlax falls asleep, and then you have to flip two coins instead of one during the checkup phase to wake up. And if yeah. either of them are tails, Snorlax stays asleep. So, again, you know, hitting the two heads, you got to do it to wake back up, buddy. But, uh, yeah, Jake, I, I, I think that is just about it. In second place, we don't have the deck list, but it was uh, Arceus Duraludon VMAX. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, with Mewtwo Control and Arceus Duraludon, not a finals that we really expected. No, definitely all, not. I would say. I will say, uh, Christian, I think, played as best he could. He did not have the best starts in either of the games. I think that's a hard matchup, though. Yeah. I think that's heavily... F when I was watching it, I felt like... I mean, Piper's really good, and Piper probably prepared yeah. for the matchup, but, like, I just feel like that is 100%... Mewtwo almost. I will say with um Mewtwo control especially, it is the most like if you have if you don't really know what that deck does and how it works, it can be the most misleading deck ever because when even even me watching it know knowing what the eventual outcome is meant to be, I'm just sitting there like, well maybe if they can do this and maybe if they can do that before <laughs> Piper gets the pieces in the discard. And it's like, they always are going to find the cards to get into the discard. And right when you think, oh, if they only had one more turn, it's like, it was never going to be one more turn. Like, they were going to get the cards into the discard. Mewtwo comes out, and then it's game over. The second Mewtwo comes out, basically it's game over. It's an absolutely crazy list of pilot. And a lot of control decks are like that to where it's, yeah. you know, like a... A, a surprise almost or you know you never know what's going to happen next and that's how a lot of them do so well is because people just are super unprepared for it especially jake, in day one jake can i can i say what i think somebody might need to play as a response to control oh what <laughs> that was such an oh like I like control. Oh, I, I one. love control. I think it's but, fascinating. Oh no, it is. I, I don't no have anything. Need to counter. No need to counter. <laughs> I I only mention this because like there is there have been cards. I don't know if there are any that are currently standard legal, but there have been cards where it's usually on Pidgeotos, and they're cards that have you shuffle the opponent's active Pokemon and all cards attached oh, to it back into yeah. the deck. And I'm like, I think there was a Pidgeot like that. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like that card probably exists in standard somewhere. I don't know what it is. Listeners, hit us up on Twitter if that card does exist. Or um, find it and play it and tell us or how find it goes. It, yeah, because like, yeah. look, it, it might be absolutely terrible, but I'm thinking like in a Lugia deck too, where you have all of this colorless energy with like, because usually those attack costs are like two colorless or three colorless. So I'm like, 
I don't know. I'm just saying, Jake, if that card exists, that's a pretty great counter to a Mewtwo in the front. There's a crazy Mewtwo, or maybe not Mewtwo. Uh... I don't know. I this person lost to Mewtwo. I there's one more deck that I want to talk about. Okay, it's not in okay. this top eight, but it's Michael Catron went 10 3 2 at Toronto playing Arceus V Star, a card by the way. Arceus V Star, we have seen super decline with the rise of Lugia and Garatina, even for a time being. So they're just absolutely insane how that card has dropped, but doing well with. Espeon VMAX and Aerodactyl V-Star. Two cards, Sean, that I don't think you would have guessed that would have done 10-3 and 2 in this uh in this tournament. Yeah, I mean I guess the Aerodactyl being like, if I go first and I can get the Aerodactyl out and use the ability, then uh yeah, goodbye. Yeah, just use your V-Star power. If you do not remember um aerodactyl v-star's v-star power when used it's an attack it costs one colorless energy when you use it it takes away all abilities as long as that pokemon is in the field of play if you listen to several podcasts ago when we talked about this card first being revealed i lost my mind about how insane <laughs> this card interaction was but as long as that aerodactyl was on the field you know, I think it was all other abilities besides the Ancient Star ability, which is the ability that Aerodactyl V-Star gains when it uses V-Star power, yeah. are active. So you prevent, you know, all of these Pokemon with abilities and including Lugia V-Star yep. um, to be able to get those Archeops out. And if Lugia V-Star can't get those Archeops out, they, they just lose, yeah. right? Like manual attaching, real bad for Lugia. Uh, so this was just I just love that Aerodactyl V-Star got its <laughs> like bit of fame in this especially with the Arceus but Sean do you remember what Espeon VMAX does let me look it up Espeon v no I don't that's the answer to that Espeon VMAX is in Evolving Skies if you do not remember it has the ability well I guess I should say first 310 HP VMAX Pokemon Psychic so same as Mewtwo it has the ability Solar Revelation prevent all effects of attacks from your opponent's Pokemon done to all of your Pokemon that have energy attached so effects of attacks that includes Sableye right because Sableye placing yep. damage counters is an effect of an attack and so if you just put a bunch of energies places which by the way Arceus is really good at just putting energies in a bunch of different places you can prevent pretty much any damage yeah at least a lot of the uh a lot of the spread type stuff that we've seen in like lost box and things like that it also is a good um response to the amazing rare Veltal. yep uh, and also uh amazing rare yvetal also the cry of destruction yep yeah yeah even though you're i mean you're playing some double turbos and and captures and you've got kind of an even split between basic energy and special energies but, but still yeah still yeah and so like if they have any amount of energy like it, it's um it is definitely a really interesting card there's just if you want to pick up a new deck right if you if you're tired of the format you know i know a lot of people have been saying that this 
Lugia format has not been super fun, right? I don't really know. I haven't really been playing too much, and I've enjoyed seeing some of the decks that pop up. But if you want a new deck that's not named Lugia, and you want a cheap deck as well, there's a lot of different decks that you can play at your locals, at online tournaments, um, the Arlington Regionals that's in two weeks, right? So yeah. Very, very cool. Um, a lot of the stuff that you can do. And you can go check that out at limitless.com. Um, it is let me get the exact limitlesstcg.com is the exact website. That is where you should go to get deck lists. That's where we were showing all the results on uh the video version. If you saw on this podcast, that's where we see all the list winners. You can look at uh previous years as well if you want to but that's where we uh, limitless does phenomenal things so uh especially for the history of the pokemon trading card game so go support them and uh sean is is that all that we have to talk about today uh yeah (laughs) that's it still not playing pokemon tcg live no sucks no yeah still still, still not on that game but you know the format it's not nearly as bad as like you said not nearly as bad as everybody was expecting Lots of cool counter stuff, and yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting because I feel like this meta currently is like Lugia and Lugia counters. Yeah. Which I don't really know how I feel in terms of like, is this a good format? Is this a bad format? Um, you know, because I'm not like actively playing it Jake, per se. I'm a, more like just watching. It's a format where Control just won a regional. So yeah, for I mean, you, it, it can't be that bad, right? right. I'm like, this yeah. has got to be great for you. Just that, That's the perspective that you need. I'm living the dream right yeah. now. And <laughs> you know what? It's been great living this podcast of the Metapod Podcast. That's all we got for you today. Signing off the podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. See you later.